This is the 50th episode of the Midlife Mastery Podcast, and I've got to say I'm kind of pleased, actually, that uh, I've been knocking this out for almost a year now. Um, it's amazing how quickly the time flies, isn't it? But this time, we're going to do something different. We're actually going to knock over a list of 50 things I've learned in my 50-plus years, and this is not from me, actually. This is from my sister, Karen. So anyway, let's kick this off. Hey, this is Peter, and this is the Midlife Mastery Podcast, a show all about mastering the best time of your life, your midlife, of course. I've got to say, I'm neck deep in an exciting new project at the moment, and uh, 15-hour days are kind of my current norm, so I'm really happy that my sister wrote this uh, not that long ago, and it just fits in beautifully with the 50th 50th episode of uh, this podcast, given that this is 50 things that she has learned in her 50-plus years. Um... Karen's come to the rescue. My sister Karen has come to the rescue a couple of times when I've been absolutely flat out with uh, with other projects, and thankfully she's been able to write a few pieces for the website, um, which have also appeared here on this podcast, and they've always done really well. Um, rotten bastard, she must be a better writer than me because her posts always do better than mine. I don't know. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> What she's put together here is uh, is a delightful little list. I reckon it's um, uh, in typical Karen fashion. It's short, salty, and very satisfying. I liken it to a box of barbecue shapes, which I enjoy once a week uh, on Saturdays, my cheat day. Thanks, Tim Ferriss. So let's kick this list off, shall we? And I love this. <laughs> Number one is I'm fat. I've gotten over it. You should too. <laughs> Number two is. No matter how wonderful you are and how much I love you, I am never shaving my arms, legs, or whoops-a-daisy for you or anyone else ever again. (laughs) Number three, I need sleep. Number four, my idea of a fun night revolves around my chase lounge, the TV, and a quilting hoop. Number five, I will never write as many books in the rest of my life as I will read in the rest of my life. And I'm fine with that. Number six, grey hair is sexy. Yeah, well, I agree with that one. I reckon, I reckon my grey hair looks... I look grown up at last. I spent the first 40 years of my life looking like a bloody teenager. So I'm happy to have grey hair. Uh, number seven, you don't need so many things. There are too many things. Get rid of some. Well, you all know I agree with that. Uh, number eight, fragrant soaps in the shower make me happy. Yeah, I've got to admit, I kind of like that too. Uh, number nine, sneaking back to bed for half an hour between finishing my breakfast and having a shower feels delightfully naughty, even if it's not that restful. Actually, I've I've got a kind of a twist on this thing. I actually love having a shower in the middle of the day. That's my thing. Not going back to bed because once I'm up, I can't really kind of relax and just do nothing. But definitely having a shower in the middle of the day, that for me also feels kind of delightfully naughty. Uh, Number 10, there's no place like home. This I really relate to as well. Um, So often we go off to do something fun, something which should be fun. And we find ourselves saying, you know, it's so good to be home whenever we get back. Oh, so good to be home. I just love being at home. Uh, Number 11, silence is golden and mostly preferred to other sounds. (laughs) Yes. Uh, 12, uh, grown-up children are simply wonderful. Uh, This is true. My children aren't fully grown up yet, I guess. Um, I mean, they say that it takes about 25 years for the brain to fully function, fully form, I should say, not fully function, uh, to fully form. And I've got teenage daughters, um, 16 and 17. And yes, they are simply wonderful most of the time. Uh, Number 13, the joy of leftovers for a work lunch gives me a midday attack of the happies. Yeah, not me. Uh, But go for it, sis. Uh, 14, Working is good for the brain. 
sure, a part of me would love to sit on the couch all day and hum, <laughs> but I would quickly forget where the toilet is. <laughs> Number 15, you can never have too many books. Yeah, that's true. I totally agree with that one. Uh, 16, there is always more to learn, hence the books. Yes. 17, I'm proud of the fact that I know where most of the public toilets in the Melbourne CBD are. Just ask me. <laughs> Yeah, another joy of being middle-aged. Uh, 18. Making quilts means more to me than a clean house. Over 100 quilts later, I still stand by this theory. <laughs> uh, 19. Bed is my favourite place in the whole world. The comfort of fresh bedding to slip into after a full day of being grown up can't be matched. Yeah, I I agree. I, I agree. But for some stupid reason, it must be decades of bad programming. I always seem to think, oh, I'll just get this other thing done. I'll do one more thing or I'll, I'll watch this other thing that I'm watching. And then when I get to bed, I'm always, oh, why did I wait so long to go to bed? This is just the best. Anyway, number 20, there's always room in your life for the consumption of water. Drink lots of it. It's free. It's good for you and your body and brain will thank you. You know, that is so true, especially the brain part of it. I find that when I've been working for, say, 10 hours straight, um, especially if I'm working on something that I really sort of am, am into, something I'm really enjoying, I just forget to drink water and my brain starts to turn to mush after a while and I get kind of lethargic and, you know, I can't really function that well. And my first instinct used to be to go and make a coffee, but now I'm finding that if I just have a glass of water, straight away the brain just fires up again. It's amazing. Like, they say that most of us spend most of our time dehydrated and I've got to agree that I, th I think that's pretty true. We just don't drink enough water. Uh, 21. Spend time in nature, be it sitting on the grass, sitting on the sand by the beach, or sitting in a forest or park. Without any effort at all, your body and spirit will absorb the good stuff, and it won't cost a thing. Yep, absolutely true. Uh, 22. I may hate the summer, but at least all the towels get dry in record time. <laughs> 23. Nothing says I love you like the intoxicating aroma of a home-cooked stew wafting down the driveway as you walk in from a long day at work. 24. I love my life. It's not perfect, and I can certainly use more money, but I have so much that makes me happy right here and now. Yep, absolutely agree. 25. You don't ever need an excuse to take a nap. That's kind of true, I guess. You know, we really should nap a little bit during the day. Like I said just before, I, I kind of struggle to nap. Although I have found there is this app called, oh, what's it called now? I can't bloody remember it. That'd be the, yeah, I'm 50. Of course, I forget things. Uh, what's it called? Can't think of it now. But there is an app that I had on my, that I have on my phone and I have used it many times in the past, far less so recently, but um, it's, you can choose to snooze for 20 minutes, I think it is, or you can choose to have a sleep for an hour. And if you have the 20 minute snooze thing, uh, in the middle of the day and you let that play, seriously, it knocks you out within five to 10 minutes max. And when you wake up again, you feel actually very refreshed. You feel very energetic and your brain works so much better. So yeah, I'm kind of for this thing of taking naps. I just need to remember to do it. Um... 26. Never knock back the opportunity to hug. Store those mothers up. Yeah, that's true. I'm all for hugging. 27. Relax. A lot. If we're not careful, we spend too much of our energy working, making money, and planning for a future. It's good to have a plan and work towards a secure future, but take time to relax now. Your mental and physical health depends on it. So true. And number 28. I can't count. And that's a final entry. Typical of my sister. 
So that's my sister's 50 things, or rather 28 things, that she has learned um, in her 50 plus years. She's 54. Or is she 55? Damn it, I always forget. I think she's 54. Anyway, um, at the end of each episode, I tend to summarize lessons from this. And um, I think this one's really simple. I think there's just four of them. First one is not to take yourself too seriously. My sister is good at that, and it's served her well. Number two, life is short. We need to hear it often because we know it, but we forget it. Uh, Number three, you're in charge. And I think a lot of my sister's habits here are kind of, you know, a testament to that, that you can do sort of naughty things sometimes, take a bit of a nap, go back to bed for a little bit, you know, enjoy things. Uh, Don't be so self-conscious about your body all the time, that kind of stuff. You're in charge. And number four, in times of doubt, refer back to points one, two, and three. That's it. Anyway, If you've been listening since the very beginning of the Midlife Mastery Podcast, I'm very grateful. I don't know who you are. Um, If you want to write to me and tell me who you are, then that would be awesome. I'd love to hear from you. You can just write to me at peter at midlifetribe.com. Other than that, um, I know I crap on about this a fair bit, and I've said it so many times. But if you're new here, first of all, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. But uh, also, if you're new here and you haven't already got yourself a copy, go to midlifetribe.com slash 15 ideas and download my free 60 page guide on ideas for midlife mastery. There's 15 of them, as the title would suggest. Won't cost you anything. It's beautifully designed. It's very practical. And I've had a lot of great feedback from this thing. I think you'll like it. If nothing else, it's pretty to look at. So um, until next week, thanks for tuning in. And here's to mastering your midlife. I'll talk to you then. Bye-bye.